and welcome to another episode of the Burke's Books podcast. A little behind the scenes peek here. Uh, the review I am about to uh, tell you about is was recorded a couple of days ago, but I like to do the intro and the outro uh, as close to the episode going out as possible so that I can give you any important updates that I need to give you. I was going to do this intro last night, but I kind of just sat on the sofa and watched the telly instead. So I'm doing it uh, 8.38 on Friday morning. And uh, I've got lots and lots of parcels to send out. So there is really no big update. It's still Independent Bookshop Week. It's still, uh, you can still get some uh, £5 vouchers. I've still got some left. I will have a proper count up later. So keep your eyes on the Twitter feed to see how many there are if you are thinking of buying a book. But uh, at the moment, you're pretty much guaranteed that if you spend over £15 or more, uh, you will uh, you get one of those vouchers. Uh, I am going to leave it there. Today's book is The Dinner Guest by B.P. Walter. And uh, what I think of it is coming up on the other side of this music. So you know by now that I have, uh, I have a rule about reading... Uh, books that are coming out. I need to read stuff that isn't yet published so that I can find brilliant books for the website to put up on pre-order to uh, put in the subscriptions that are coming out. That's my, my main job when it comes to reading is to find brilliant books for next month's subscription, the subscription after that, etc. So I don't I quite often miss books, uh, books that maybe I didn't read when they first came out or before they first came out, that uh, then just look really good and I wish I had the time to read them. Well, I'm a little bit ahead of myself with the bundle picks, so I picked up one that uh, was published earlier this year, I think, that somebody bought and I thought looked really, really interesting. It was a bestseller earlier this year, uh, for a brief period of time, it made sort of the top five lists of a few genres that I was looking at for some customers. Somebody bought it and uh, so I finally got a chance to see it in person and I had a quick flick through and I thought, yeah, actually, I quite like this one. So let me read to you the blurb. Oh, I better tell you what it is. It's The Dinner Guest by B.P. Walter and I will tell you the blurb now. Four people walked into the dining room that night. One would never leave. Matthew, the perfect husband. Titus, the perfect son. Charlie, the perfect illusion. Rachel, the perfect stranger. Charlie didn't want Rachel at the book club. Matthew wouldn't listen. Classic crime meets Donna Tartt in this nerve-shredding domestic noir thriller that weaves a sprawling web of secrets around an opulent West London world and the dinner that ends in death. Trying to think where to start with talking about this one. So I guess we should start with Charlie. So Charlie is kind of our main character. Uh, We see pretty much everything from his point of view. Uh, though we see some of it from Rachel's point of view uh, throughout the book as well. And it starts off, well, let's talk about the structure first. So the the structure of the book is, uh, it sort of jumps around in time a bit. So uh, we have the day of the murder. Uh, that is the, the day that 
that um well, I'm going to tell you, it's Matthew. Matthew dies. because, um, And I feel like I can tell you that without too much of a spoiler. Because the first line of the book is literally, My husband Matthew died on an unseasonable chilly August day at dinner time. Uh, so yeah, it's not a spoiler to tell you that. So Matthew has died. And then we get uh, things... We sort of follow Charlie throughout the aftermath, the immediate aftermath. So we get the day of the murder, the day after the murder, two days after the murder, etc. But also, most of the action takes place uh, in the year leading up to the murder. So we then have chapters that are headed 12 months to go, 8 months to go, etc, etc. And the reason we flash back to that period is because that is when Charlie and Matthew meet. Rachel. They are out for a walk. They're going for a little bit of a shop on a Sunday. They're in Waterstones and Charlie is picking up a book that will make him look intelligent. It's sort of one of those books. That he'll, he, he's, he's sort of saying it. He, he'll pick it up to make himself look smart, put it on the Instagram, but probably never really read. Uh, but he'd read a review and he reaches for this book at the same time as this woman, Rachel. And they have a little bit of a chat, and that's it. They, they, they move on. They then are in Marks and Spencer's doing their shop, and they bump into her again, and they get to talking. Rachel reveals that she's new to the area. Uh, she shows off all the books that she's bought while she's in Waterstones, and Matthew says, Oh, uh, why don't you come to my book club? We're reading that book at the moment, so, you you know, you should come. Charlie's like, what? Why are you inviting this stranger, this complete stranger, to your book club? Uh, so, Charlie and Matthew are a gay couple, um, which is why, you know, the alarm bells don't ring about Rachel. You know, normally, Matt, somebody's husband invites another woman to uh, a book club. You're like, okay, we'll see where this is going. It's not that. Um, they are a gay couple, they have a son, Titus, though we don't know the full situation of that. We do know that Charlie is not Titus's dad, that Titus was on the scene before Charlie. We don't know at the beginning how Matthew has come to have Titus in his life. Uh, we don't know if he's the father, if he's uh, an adopted father. We, we no idea. But we do know that he's in this committed relationship with Charlie. And yet he invites Rachel to this book club. Rachel, who a year later will confess to murdering him. That bit happens in the prologue. It is not a spoiler. So what has what changes in that year to lead these people to Matthew's death. Um, Charlie's, sorry, Titus is a lot older than I originally pegged him as. I sort of had him as nine or ten because of just the way he was briefly talked about. Like, like oh, he's at home, but he's with mum, so, you know, he's fine. They're making cakes. Well, he's actually about 14, um, so he didn't need to have somebody looking after him necessarily in fact he's old enough to go and look after somebody else um but so it took me a little while to sort of work out that dynamic but once you do you really get into it and actually the relationship between charlie and titus is a nice one so although not his blood father or even his um 
sort of father that's been there his own whole life, uh, we there is a really nice relationship between them. Uh, between all three of them, actually. It's a really lovely setup. And Charlie is taking pictures all the time on Instagram and putting them up. And then this is... Um, what I really liked about this book was that Charlie himself, he starts to become unlikable the more we get to know him. He uh, is, uh, he, you know, he admits himself he's a bit right wing. He uh, is, which is unusual for a gay man, but then you start to learn actually all of these people are part of this upper crust, this sort of aristocracy. And they're not like, they're not swimming in money, but that, you know, it's never been a problem. And they go to, they go to posh country houses for dinners with the Ashtons, you know, that sort of vibe. And Matthew's from a very similar world. So that's possibly why they get on and why Charlie maybe has some of the attitudes that he has, because he's never really struggled in life. Uh, he alludes to a little bit of a struggle later on, but it's 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 nothing. It, it is it's it's really nothing. Yeah. So I but I liked that. I liked that this character who we are presented to, this perfect married couple and their son, they're not really all that nice actually once you get beneath the surface. And I guess that's partly what the writer is trying to sort of show us because uh, it starts out with this lovely couple and everything on the surface seems lovely much like charlie's instagram posts underneath things may be not quite so nice charlie is um a little spoiled uh, he is uncommunicative he has problems with rachel he but he can't say why and matthew is very much uh not interested in hearing it so there's there's a little bit of tension there and then Titus himself is, I mean, he's 14 years old, he's going through puberty, and he is acting out, he's starting to act out, and not necessarily in great ways, I mean, nobody acts out in a good way, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you just want to clip him around the ear and get him to say, look, look at what you're doing, it's, it's not right, you know, you're going to regret this behaviour later on in life. So the central mystery of this book isn't who killed Matthew, although we don't necessarily know, but it's why did Rachel confess to killing Matthew? Because as Charlie says to Charlie says to Titus at the end of the prologue, uh, that um that Rachel commit that Rachel told them that the police that she did it. And Titus looks up at him and says, But why? And Charlie asks himself why would Rachel confess to a murder that she did not commit? But then there's also the mystery... Yeah, so the, that is all tied up with this mystery as to why Rachel's inserting herself into their lives. And who then did kill uh, Matthew? Was it Charlie? Was it Titus? Was it a, a strange mystery fifth person? Because we don't, we don't witness it until the very end. So... We have no idea. It could have been anyone. It's written really well. It's written so well in, in this way that just makes you keep turning the page. You just need to know more. Uh, and in fact, I, I turned, I folded the page over um, 
because I, I read a line that I really liked and um, it was at the first book club. So Charlie doesn't go to the book club normally, but he's decided to go to this one. And it's because he doesn't trust this random stranger that they've met in the middle of, you know, Waitrose. Um, and he's turned up just as she's about, or the doorbell has rung. That's it, the doorbell has rung. And Charlie says to himself, it suddenly felt like I was in a play and a pivotal character was about to enter stage right. I just loved that line because it kind of, it adds that sort of heightened uh, sense of drama to things. This isn't, you know, this is a little bit of a melodramatic book, but some of the best books are. In fact, most books are melodramatic in some way. It's this heightened sense of drama. And so it just adds to that. It acknowledges it by saying it's like a play. Um, but also it does bring this sort of sense of foreboding in regarding Rachel, which we already have, because clearly something is going on with her. Um, and we just don't know what. It's really difficult to talk too much about this book, and I say that a lot. It's, a really, it's one of those books that you're just going to have to keep reading. And it has really got me out of my reading slump this uh and i say slump i've read some brilliant books and i've enjoyed them but it's taken me a while to sort of get into them and whereas this one i was in straight away and it's one of those times where i'm not saying i was falling out of love with reading but this one reminds me why i love reading um it's called the dinner guest by bp walter i'm not going to tell you anymore because it's one of those books that you just have to experience. That was The Dinner Guest by B.P. Walter. You can order it on birthsbooks.co.uk right now. And I completely forgot in the intro to tell you the most exciting news. Patrick Gale has a new book coming out. It's not coming out until March 2022, so a good nine months away. But uh, you can pre-order it now. Uh, it's called Mother's Boy, and um, it's available to order at birthbooks.co.uk. I would like to hear from you. I want to hear about your thoughts on The Dinner Guest. I want to hear your thoughts on Patrick Gale. I want to hear anything you have to say about books. Uh, email me Bert, at birthbooks.co.uk or find me on Twitter, which is just at birthsbooks. Uh, I will leave it there. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. But in the meantime, keep reading. <laughs>